0: Just, just renting the
1: blues.
0: Hunter all day, our minds wander away, crafting a world of blues disarray. We all are uniquely the same, but differ with the rest we have to say. So sit back, drink a cup, and relax, cause all we do is, is rent the blues. blues. Alright. Um, okay. <claps> Welcome back. ba da Welcome, welcome back to Just Ranting the Blues. I am your host, the amazing beatboxer, the amazing uh, lyricist, the amazing musician, the amazing Rennie Black, and uh, I am so, 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 so happy to have you here with me for this episode of Just Ranting the Blues. uh, a little bit before you know i introduce uh the one and only um today we are currently live streaming this podcast on TikTok to a whopping number of zero people zero people are in my room right now because uh, well, there's many, many layers to I could, that could be a whole episode. In fact, it was a whole episode. It was last week's episode, so you should check that out um, about the craziness. Um, uh, let's say terrible things that uh, the current app that I'm on uh, does uh, or the app that I'm currently on does. But, you know, I digress, which I always do which you're used to here with Just Ranting the Blues. Um, But yeah, I'm excited about the TikTok thing. I'm excited that, you know, maybe some people jump into the live, but also I'm excited because TikTok is gracious enough to record these lives so that all I have to do is then go download these lives so that I could simultaneously be providing content to you live while creating content for two other platforms i am killing three birds with one stone and it's amazing and i'm super excited about that another thing that i am super 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 excited about is the person that i've got in the co-pilot seat this week okay you guys might know him But I know him and we're going to get into some stuff this episode that I'm super, super excited to talk to you about because, you know, uh, besides, you know, a really significant, you know, small group of people, uh, not too many people know about uh, what we're going to be bringing to you. So I'm super excited about this episode. Help me welcome HK Harry Kelly. Back to the show, Harry Kelly. Good how up. are you doing, good sir? Up.
1: Good,
0: good, good. good. How's everything going?
1: First of all, it's good. First of all, I want to start off by saying you guys just gonna gloss over that ghetto ass oobop you just did at the beginning. Was that oobop? <laughs> Was that bop Oh, oh that man. Oh, dude. oh my goodness
0: you're absolutely <laughs> right i i did i did well i i thought i was I, I i was about to and i'm happy that you called me out on it quite frankly because i, I didn't, gloss over it, didn't no we shouldn't we shouldn't gloss over that we, we shouldn't at all i mean that i mean it, it's interesting that you bring that up because uh since i'm live streaming on tiktok uh, tiktok really does a really good job of like bringing up like terrible memories of the past um,
1: yeah,
0: and like yeah, different different like things that you've lived through and that uh, you've experienced. And, um, you know, at the time when Mbop came out, I couldn't say, you know, the thing is to this day, Mbop isn't a great song, but is it catchy as fuck? Yeah, it's catchy. I
1: would I would have to agree with it.
0: I mean, the thing is, like, I'm not saying I love this song. I'm not saying that, that I want this know. song played at my fucking funeral. All I'm saying that is knows. that it gets you in your head, and it might be in your head for a couple of days. In my world, the definition of that, that definition means something's catchy, something's, something's popping. See,
1: that is, that you just said it. It's popping, so that's what popular culture what, mm-hmm. uh, music is. Right? Yeah. Like, think about it. How many times you heard that? Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I ripped that song up, but I'm just saying, that song's catchy. Too. Yeah, you did rip
0: that <laughs> up because I have absolutely no idea what song you're talking about.
1: Baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'm losing my mind just a little. Oh. That song is catchy burr, burr, I don't
0: burr, like this song burr, at burr. all yeah that's that's interesting yeah yeah i i do who do you know who sings that i have no idea
1: no no i, don't. No, I okay. don't that's the point
0: yeah i definitely don't either but the thing is being on tiktok another funny thing about being on tiktok is that um i hear bits and pieces of songs but i never hear the full song so like yeah i know what song you're talking about i don't think i've ever heard the full song
1: well, working at specs, man. We have a thing called Specs Radio where they play, so they play all of these songs over and over again. At so some point, it's like, okay, I don't like the song, but like you know, you know the song because you hear it over and over and over. We're working, eight hours, and they play the song over and over again. It's like that. Man. can you play something else?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. Can you please play something else? Now, that reminds me of when I, uh, I mean, because I, I, I've been working, I've been working since I was. 15 and um, My very very first job Was at Old Navy And you know The uh, Gap brand stores are notorious Notorious For those playlists like before Starbucks was doing it Gap There were like the Gap playlist you know Um, uh, So yeah I understand that monotonous music That you know is just A constant reminder of the fact That time you know is just going to continue to go, and like you're no closer to being done. No, I understand. It's terrible.
1: And, and again, let me reiterate like, I'm yeah. not hating on shit because if it jam, it jam. Like, I'm not a genre type of person. Like, yeah. I, I have my personal preference when it comes to music. if a song is good, a song is good. For me, now, nah, but I'm like, all right. Yeah. It's okay. Like i can i can bob my head tap my feet to this and i know some of the words
0: like i mean yeah because it's catchy mm -hmm. yeah um so another thing another aspect of this particular recording harry that um i didn't tell you before you know we got started here is um since i am live uh like i said you know not very many people ever come into my life but every once in a while um if there is a person, it's going to be this person, and it's Wendy. And Wendy um, is a, a, a TikTok awesome person who's always got my TikTok back. Every time I'm live, okay. she is in my live supporting me. Uh, and I do I do terribly boring things within my live. Um, okay. I, I watch YouTube videos. Um, Sometimes, you know, like, uh, I'll just, like, point the camera towards me while I'm watching YouTube videos. You know, like, really, like, not entertaining stuff by no means. But she rides and dies with me, and I appreciate it. So people might be coming into the chat, and I might be, you know, reading their questions, calling them out, um, giving them shout-outs and and so forth and so on, just to give you a bit of a heads-up. Well,
1: shout-out to Wendy
0: well shout out to wendy that was from the hk my co-host today for um uh just ranting the blues uh episode this is episode five episode five um so yeah uh yeah i mean i'm just so happy to have you here today and just you know the way that the world is just kind of things just seem I don't know. Things seem a bit brighter. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel like things are just like seeming to kind of like be uh, going around that like positive corner? We're kind of like we're 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 getting there. How do you feel? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I
1: mean, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah, like I don't want to seem like I'm being a Debbie Downer or nothing like that. Yeah, but. Um, Things are still actually exactly the fucking same. right? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we, everybody just have a peace of mind now. Like, everybody's so yeah. comfortable now. Like, you right. Yeah, we got the vaccine out. Yeah, we got you know people getting vaccinated. Yeah, everything's official now. But it's like at the at the back of my head, it's like, okay, we're not hearing about this now because of what? Yeah, because the vaccine is out now. And and again, I took it. I took both my shots and everything.
0: Oh, so you got your second shot.
1: Yes, I had my second shot last
0: week. Oh, hold the presses. Hold the presses. Okay. So, sir, you are the first person that I've encountered to have gotten superpowers. So, let's break this down. 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 I heard
1: I I I was going to turn into
0: a zombie. What day day (laughs) did you go to get your second shot? Huh? What day did you go to get your second shot
1: uh last wednesday
0: last wednesday and that was the very second shot and when you walked in because i'm trying to set this up because i'm getting my main tip and i just kind of want to see how professor x kind of enters the room or not so i want you to walk me through this so you walk through the room you know you have to sign whatever papers and was it just like a normal nurse that came to give you the shot who who no, gave you the shot I, 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 took,
1: I took at, at Koga. okay uh, there was a uh, there was a pharmacy tech that came up and checked me in okay. got my card and everything okay and uh the actual guy that had finished the, the actual shot mm-hmm. he was uh one of the pharmacists mm-hmm. he was like How, how's your home feeling do you know? i'm like nah man put that name on yeah
0: let's do it Let's do it let's do it yeah i know i mean i ain't no punk bitch. like quite frankly i'm about to get the power of flight or i'm about to get the power of like you know telekinesis or whatever so you can put it in the same arm arm it doesn't matter i don't mean to interrupt i'm just like super excited about hearing you know the uh hearing hearing which power you got so continue please
1: so uh the only side effect I ever had, like, everybody talk about they had fevers or like, yo, the second chance is the worst one. Like, honestly, man, my arm hurt. I went to work the next day. Yeah. I struggled a little bit, but I was all right. Man. But that shit affects people differently.
0: No, I mean, it, it definitely does. Um, it definitely does. I know I got my first shot and my arm was sore. It was definitely sore. Um, so, okay, so you get the second shot, you're there, the, the technician leaves, is that when Professor X walked into the room?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> Professor X did not walk into the room.
0: Okay, alright, so, yeah, I mean. I'm not
1: a part, I'm I mean, not a part of the academy here, brother. <laughs> see, I and, you know, no I, hate it, I
0: hate it when people take me so fucking literally, I hate it. I hate it when people take me so literally. Of course not, Professor X. Some type of Professor X-esque not character.
1: Can you give? Can you give me a laughter? Like right? I'm not taking you literally. I understand what you're saying. No, yeah. I don't have any superpowers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa! You say
0: you're saying you don't have any superpowers.
1: I'm not saying
0: I don't have any superpowers. I'm saying I don't have any superpowers after you're taking this
1: vaccine. Okay, there we go. Now, another thing, and another
0: question that I have, another zombie. Well, we'll get back to that. But another question I have <laughs> is Is it possible that you have superpowers, but you're just not really good at evaluating new superpowers?
1: Okay,
0: first of all, you're not about the baby into no Dr. Who discussion. No, no, but no, no, all, no, 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 this want, is oh, not Dr. Who, right now. although right now. the <laughs> next episode of TV Talk, Talking TV is about Dr. Who. You should check it out. It's going to be on my website, www.justrantingtheblues.com. You check out my podcast, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm doing the senseless plugging on the, uh, you know, on... The
1: TikTok.
0: Wait, one more time. Repeat that. You
1: called me on the sober night. That's where
0: you fucked up. No, no, I'm no, no, no. no. I do don't do think so. Do I, I was just about to say to myself how much we're grooving. And I think I was thinking to myself, well, maybe we need to be sober when we do this. That might be a possibility. Because, like, I'm just. <laughs> okay, dude,
1: huh? end up
0: up. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I mean that's cool too, but yeah, we should definitely maybe start at a base of like not. So I mean, I mean, cause I'm 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 feeling it. I mean, I feel like you could probably feel I it too. Good.
1: No, not, I am too.
0: Yeah, not okay. trying to go off to to like, but it's also another thing, is that we talked about what we were gonna talk about. Together. um sure. Beforehand, so that might be a thing too. So. Who knows? It might. It's all gonna
1: talk about, and there's it, some random shit pop up. We gonna
0: do talk about that too. It's yeah, it's me. all kind of going into each other. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, that really sucks about you not having powers. Um, I think that I'm still going to hold hold out hopes because you said it was like last week sometime. You know, powers uh, take time to say. develop. What's you know, and just because you were perceptive to. Who the Professor X character in your life was. It possibly was a person, you know, kind of behind the scenes, like making sure that you are alright because, you know, when you do transition, because the thing is, Harry, I think that you are ironically be going are going to become Harry.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> I think that's going to be your new ability,
1: sir. Oh, so my ability is just to grow hair. That's gonna be my ability. You're you're but gonna be that, the beast.
0: You're gonna be the beast. <laughs> you're the beast. You're the beast. And and it's ironic yeah, I'm, and it's I'm unfortunate.
1: Spider-Man, you're
0: Spider Man. No, that's not how that that's not how that's gonna work. Unfortunately, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Unfortunately, unfortunately, when you get your superpowers, you're gonna be the beast, and that sucks. But it's cool. Because I'm still going to treat you equally until we go out. Like, I'm definitely not going to, like, you know, want to go out or anything with you. But it's cool. Well, first of
1: all, yeah. first, of all the beast is, first of all, the beast is live. Yeah, the beast because is dope. I, I, would, I would take that as an
0: honor. Sure. You do you, man. I don't care. I'm going to be one that doesn't look <laughs> like a freak. I'm going to be a mutant that doesn't look like a freak. Yeah, you do you. That's cool. Okay.
1: O- okay, Nightcrawler.
0: I used to love Nightcrawler. I think if i did have to be like a beast like you know gross type uh mutant i definitely would fucks with nightcrawler definitely would fucks with nightcrawler um
1: Yo, you, you don't even remember Super yeah man uh, uh dark
0: shadow to... strike man dark sh- dark shadow strike dark shadow strike and you were a fist, fist of a thousand that. suns and uh larry was negro punch
1: which in no, retrospect think,
0: uh, is I the best was one, Will. huh? I think that was Will. <laughs> that was Will? Oh, that was Will, not, not not okay. That was Will. Not Larry.
1: That makes nah. sense.
0: But either way, in retrospect, that's the coolest one. Just like the I
1: mean, Negro Punch is hard to dodge.
0: <laughs> I mean, Negro Punches, like, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of force. There's a lot of just like <laughs> oppression. There's a lot of frustration See, and the thing is back in the day when we first talked about this stuff, you know, when we were back, you know, back in kids, there was no possible way that I understood how hard Negro punch was. I couldn't understand it, Harry. I didn't get it. I thought that was the weakest one. I was like, you know, I get what Will's trying to do. And it's great. We just watched those black exploitation movies. It's cool. We're all walking around like we're pimps now. It's fun. Were you there when we watched those movies?
1: Uh, yes. Bitch, I was in the car. <laughs> we,
0: uh... You remember that, no, you remember that
1: movie we watched? It was called Bam Flyers. We got that bitch from, uh, Blockbuster. Back when Blockbuster. Shout out to all the kids. that VHS is. Watch that shit.
0: Oh my god. What was the movie That's called?
1: What they it was called Bam Fires, but it was like, it's, it basically did like this vampire and player, and they like kind of tried to, co- you know, contain the name or whatever.
0: How dare they? No, I don't remember that. That was probably one of the days it, that my it, parents it, were it, like.
1: We was, was literally on those horrible movies that was so funny. Because yeah. it was so bad.
0: bad. It was definitely it was definitely like a phase. We definitely watched multiples of them or multiple different ones. And it was definitely it, I feel it was definitely our senior year. And we were just like there was a very powerful we were kind of like we always knew we always knew we were black. We always knew we were black, but I feel like maybe senior year we were like it's tough it's hard i don't know i i I can only speak for myself because like there was never a time in my life where i did not know that i was a black man and i did not know the things i was going to have to deal with and i didn't and there wasn't a situation where i never experienced that stuff i experienced all those hardships uh growing up but it wasn't it wasn't very it wasn't conscious you know it was it was just like in retrospect I can say this stuff happened to me but like at the time I wasn't necessarily like man that racist thing just happened but I very much feel when senior year came around for me personally I was like you know what <laughs> black power like it was just like it was just like it just became like so clear for me at that point you know, and my mom would laugh at me ironically, as I brought home all of my white girlfriends, and I'm just like, "Mom, it's like um, it's like a separate thing, you know, like you just don't really understand what I'm like trying to communicate right here." Um, but yeah, Negro Punch Man, like that was such a that was such a good move. We gotta we gotta we gotta get Will. Will. Go ahead, go we we ahead. gotta no, I'm just saying no. I was just saying we're gonna have to get Will on this thing um eventually what what were you gonna say
1: well for one just um to sign for you because you're my brother yeah and honestly i don't i don't don't fuck with bullshit ass people so for one i'm gonna gonna tell you this right now yeah (laughs) you have an issue when it comes to like you know being a certain way if that makes any sense, like, okay. like, don't look like you a fuck about you, that you like white like women, like, shit. Like, women in general. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. fucking people. Like, fuck that shit, man. Like,
0: yeah, okay. Your
1: type is white, and you can still be you. Like, I mean, I mean, I, we grew up in aliens, man. How many bitch couples do we
0: know? No, car, I okay. Mean, I, I hear what you're and saying. And that would be different if that was the way that I am now. I'm talking about... I'm talking about 2000, 2001, United States. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying. Aleph was a very unique place.
1: 2000 and 1940 and 18. All that shit is the same shit. The the same people that think a certain way is gonna always think that. Uh, All you can do is pray, pray for them and like, hey, maybe you don't know as much as you really think. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what people think. Period. Well but I yeah. Do the right thing. So it's like you know I don't I don't give a fuck man. That, that's why that's why I attract the certain people that I'm close with that I attract with and I and I just assume because of the the way I am I'm attracted to, to those uh type of people also. Well
0: yeah yeah and then
1: that's what I'm saying. Like maybe. I mean like I say like I am saying, Dave Marrow's style is like i not giving the fuck. Not that saying you don't give a fuck about your appearance is based off you. No, I <laughs> when, mean, when, when, when I wrote, when I wrote
0: that, we're going to get, no, no, uh, no, I, mean, I mean, I feel like, uh, A Leaf, you're right. A Leaf is a very unique place. It allows us to, it allowed us to, it, it's, it's allowed us, it's given us platforms to so many different avenues in our life, like, uh, early avenues, like when we were kids, um, when we were adults, um, like I mean, there's no there's I don't feel as though theater squeezed between walls would have been able to be a thing in uh you know, in another part of I, I it just it, it was very unique to to, to A Leaf and, and just for people at home to know, um so uh I, I've known Harry for years. For years, 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 years and years, years, years. Um uh oh, yeah after after school i definitely didn't have any uh direction or all i knew is that i went to school for theater and that's what i was supposed to be doing um and uh you know i spent a year in Chicago, which uh which i wanted i want to get on like the conversation i had today Harry oh my god oh my god God. And I'm gonna talk about it on this on this. but I'm gonna talk about? Maybe I won't talk about it. Mm, we'll see. Anyway, though. Um, no, I know, no, I know, I know. Um, what was? Oh, I was saying about um, just like when we uh, after I was done with school and um, not knowing what I was exactly wanting to do um. Uh, I spent a year in Chicago and then I came back to Houston and still not knowing what I wanted to do, but frustrated at the fact that I wasn't doing anything. Um, I decided to put on a kind of showcase, uh, of excerpts of plays that I had been working on. And then I said, well, I'll do like one of, and then like a play that I had completed. Um, and This was in the winter of that year. Um, maybe it was like the spring of that year. I'm not too, or I don't know. But this is 2009. And um, after we did that, it was it was it was a lot of fun. I want to say it was the winter because our good bro um, uh, uh, LB, we'll say LB, um, was. Uh, in town, and he he decided to be in it. He was in it, and then uh, our other good bro Assad was in it. It was it was kind of awesome. The fact that like it these was. two like decide. I mean, we're in this in this show, so we did it, and I was super excited about it. But like that was it. That was the end of it. And um, later on that year. Uh, I was hanging out with Harry, uh, and I don't even know how the idea actually started to spark or whatever, but I definitely imagine we were at Jumps, which is a bar in A-Leaf. Um, shout out to Jumps and Maury.
1: still. Uh, David. Yeah, Maury, Shannon,
0: David, Wildcat, all of them down at um, Jumps. Um, they're amazing people, but we were definitely there, and i say, well, we should do this more. We should do more of this. And ultimately, through, you know, going back and forth with Harry, us just kind of throwing ideas uh, uh, against the wall, we developed the theater squeeze between walls. And, um, yeah, I mean, what an experience. Uh, Ultimately, Harry and I lived, breathed, and, you know, worked in theater for uh you know it was maybe like two three months um during the summer of 09. Um,
1: and, and everybody loved that stuff but we had we had this shit lit
0: I, I remember it was that summer because the reason one of the reasons why i was so motivated to do theater, to do something was that was the year obama got inaugurated obama got inaugurated that's what, yeah. to the and day see,
1: the only thing about Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, what were you man. gonna say? No, go ahead,
0: go ahead. no the only go thing ahead, that um no, I mean, the only thing that um uh I was doing the day that Obama got inaugurated was literally laying in bed, not doing anything. Like I was just like hanging on bed, like watching TV, and then I saw Obama get inaugurated, and I said. Um, <laughs> I could do better. <laughs> I could do better. I had no job. I had nothing. And the thing is, I was like, I could do better. And I got a job. I got a job that day, but it was a scam. It was a scam job. It was for Kirby vacuum cleaners. I will never forget. So Obama okay. pushed me to my first pyramid scheme job. And I'm terrible because I'm a terrible salesman. But Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was that summer, and man, we brought we brought the community together. It was it was it was it was crazy. So ultimately, we did four shows in rep. Um, the first show that we did was writing out loud, which um, Harry uh, actually wrote. And you know, we're gonna pause right there because we're gonna take a short commercial break, and then we'll be right back. With more just ranting the
1: blues. I, I understand what you're saying, like yeah, I I get like that too, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. My, my 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 main point, bro. Like, dude, you 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 are amazing, dude. And like, it's it's women out there. I just I just feel like. I don't feel like it's the women. I feel like
0: it's you because you want the perfect woman and that doesn't
1: exist like the perfect man don't exist.
0: No, that's not what it is. Like, it, it, it has to be a compromise. That's not what it Mono. is, yeah. That's not what it is. That's not what it is at all. It, it really isn't. That's the yeah. thing, man. It's not. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's why I come to the conclusion that I do. Um, and, and I'm not even going to repeat it because I, it. I hear what you're saying about, like, even speaking things into existence. Um but, yeah, that's not it. I'm not looking for perfect anything, in honesty. I'm actually looking for imperfection. Um, no. See, and, you
1: misunderstood what I'm saying. Perfect for you. Like, bro, you're a motherfucking wild-ass boy, bro. Like, man, to keep up with you is fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: I, I don't know. I guess. I don't know.
1: And, and, and vice versa, though, right? Cuz You know, a lot of people literally have, have a complex when it's like, they they pay they pay attention to certain details, but they don't they ignore all the other things you do. And I feel like you pay attention to certain details. That's why you're so loyal to certain people that you're attracted to or connected to. Same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel so
1: like that's like, a good point. It's like outside looking in. You know, Larry got buried and shit. We had just bled in it. you was used the best man. Like you you wasn't prepared for that shit. You like, right you know, I don't even know what I'm for the fucking. It was funny. But you made it happen. It was was, was dope. It was a little unorganized, but it was dope. Like, shit, Larry appreciated.
0: That shit wasn't unorganized. That shit was organized as fuck. What are you talking about?
1: All right. Yeah, all right. When when we actually got there and things that happened, yeah. Uh, Oh, like the whole,
0: like, yeah. On on the
1: chat. On the chat. I'm talking about the chat. I'm not talking about once, once we got there and we did everything. No, no, no.
0: Oh, that shit worked out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the stuff beforehand, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 had a, I had a, uh, a breakdown. I had a mental breakdown. Did I ever tell you about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You did. I did. Yeah, did. Okay. Yeah, several, yeah, several
0: times. <laughs> yeah, definitely. had a mental breakdown over my good bro. Uh, I started to record again over my good bro's, um, wedding. I was his best man, and I had to do the, you know, the bachelor party and. We started probably an email chain and text chain or whatever, maybe like a year before the wedding, um, and like it was just it was it was it was it was it was it was, it was hard. It was it, it was. was I went was to a lot. very very dark place. Um, <laughs> very dark place. But it was it was funny and it all ended up really really good. I understand what you mean. I was like organized. Like once we were there, I was like the whole thing was like But yeah. The organization,
1: too. Once once we got, I'm I'm saying prior to, yeah, prior to, prior to,
0: there was, like, think about it,
1: like, prior to that, Dominica and Larry had to fly me out there and fly me back, and I paid them back, like, in May and shit. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I'm over there, I'm trying to be cool, and, oh, yeah, hey, hey, this is Harry, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was, like, the whole time, like, damn. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't got no money in nobody. I took all the money I had I spent on my suit. I took out thirty dollars <laughs> Larry to throw some change at and shit like yeah. literally. Yeah. I made sure we had our hotel shit together. I was like hey, yeah. Yeah, this that motherfucker John he used to pay for the bill before the shit, like dude. I was out there like
0: Yeah man. Yeah, man. I we come from good family. Good family, indeed. Um and that's just like you know, I feel like that's a good reflection of, you know, just like the, uh, the foundation that's laid down in A-Leaf, you know, and why we were able to get something like theater squeezed between walls, like off the ground. It was, um you know, um, I don't think that if we came from a place and I think I said this when we were first starting to talk about theater squeeze between walls I don't think that we would have been able to get something like this off off the ground um without like the foundation that we uh you know uh, gained an uh, leaf. um so yeah so like going a little bit more into theater squeeze between walls because I mean it's, it was a project that I was like I'm still you know to this day proud of people um tell me because our 10-year anniversary was I feel like 2019 yeah it was 2019 or maybe 2020 um and you know at the time people were like you know maybe we should like do like a 10-year reunion 10-year type thing you know and it, it didn't definitely didn't uh you know happen because of you know the world coming to an end um uh but uh yeah ultimately uh like i was saying you know we lived and breathed this art uh the first show that we did was uh a show that uh harry wrote what was the show harry uh
1: the show was originally called on my way home
0: exactly o- on my way home but uh when you when you rewrote it yeah it was called uh right loud yeah Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So on my way home. So, so we come up with this idea and we say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this this theater thing. What's the what's the show that we're going to do first? Um, and at the time I had a person, and I'm not gonna name them, but I had a person who went to school with me. Um at this point he had graduated. He was uh, maybe a year um below me. He had graduated and I was like, "Hey, like I can't offer much, but I can offer a place to live and we're going to create theater all summer." So he comes down to direct this show. And we're trying to figure out what this show is going to even be. And then I I I send him a few ideas and then I send him Harry's script his his screenplay because Harry wrote On My Way Home as a screenplay
1: Yeah,
0: and I read it and I thought it was really interesting and I thought it could definitely be uh, adapted into a stage play so I, I send it to this person and he was like I out of all of them I like this one the most so then I was like alright well then fuck I have to actually write this now um, cause I have this guy coming down to Houston from Evansville to directing right. this thing. And right. I'm like, all right. So like, I'm working on that deadline. It was a summer of deadlines. It just kind of stress that I did to myself and we did to ourselves, but it was like awesome stress. So ultimately from Harry's amazing screenplay, we created this, this this um this stage production of it and um you know i don't
1: need that much credit now nah. you you definitely did this shit too like come on now give yourself some credit too
0: oh no i mean i love writing out loud the thing is writing out loud is the um uh beginning of the just ranting the blues universe like yeah without writing out loud, without your script, like I would not, I, I mean, I've been working on Just Ranting the Blues for like nearly like 15 years, you know, like, or yeah. I guess that's, I mean, not 15 years. So 2019, like 10, 11 years at this point, I've been working on Just Ranting the Blues and Just Ranting the Blues, you know, like um and everything under that uh, umbrella. So yeah, man, I mean, just, I mean, I hold on my way home I mean, I still have the the files saved, you know. Like I still have it, you know. Like I mean, it, it, it yeah. It, it, I I loved that script. Um, and yeah, I love writing out loud too. It's it's an amazing. It's a it's a fun script. Oh. um writing out
1: loud. Was
0: yeah, we we were able to really, and because of the space that we were in, we were able to. The writing that I did that summer was really uh, geared towards, you know, real intimate um, spaces, you know, um, intimate spaces, but in your face at the same time, I would say. Um, So we did writing out loud and then we were like, all right, this is cool. This is good, you know, and I think we had like a bunch of other ideas in the workings, but like ultimately I don't even know if we even – Ended up doing the ones that we had initially planned after writing out loud, um, but uh, at that point uh, we said, "All right, well, Harry's going to direct something." Oh, I didn't even I didn't even go into the the biggest thing. So the guy who came down to Houston to direct the show uh, ends up quitting, and his stage manager because I facilitated a stage manager. Okay, like, I wasn't this wasn't like, of course, it wasn't super professional. But like, it wasn't super like, like, unprofessional either. Like I had rehearsal schedules, I had like, you know, we had audition processes, you know, I had like, people living in my house people that I was like, saying, this is your payment, you can live rent free
1: in my home,
0: all you have to do is direct, you know, um, but it's it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't the right fit, which is good in retrospect. It's so good in retrospect because his stage manager jumped in and uh, ended up finishing, you know, the directing job and did a phenomenal job. I can say her name, Kelly Wood. Yeah, shout out to Kelly Wood. Yeah, shout out to Kelly Wood. She jumped in and did a phenomenal job, and like her, like assistant stage manager because I had an assistant stage manager okay her assistant stage manager jumped in and was the um, you know the uh, stage manager at that point so you know it uh it, it really worked out and then then Harry decided to direct uh, an angel intrudes right uh, Floyd by Freud Floyd Dell um, later finding out like in much much later down because the thing is, we're still doing this show, Um, like, kind of pre-Google. Like, this is, you know, it's not like I'm just using Google to find out everything at this particular point. Like, I feel like
1: that first, yeah, that first
0: smartphone, I feel, came out that summer. That, like, T-Mobile sidekick thing. You have do
1: this on the laptop. You can't do this on the phone.
0: Oh no, we couldn't do this on the phone. No, 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 no. There was no doing any of this on the phone. No, no, no. We had to do this on the laptop and you know, thank goodness we had Wi-Fi, you know, type situation. Um and uh, so, but I say all that to say later in later years I discover um he was a he was a communist. He was like this huge communist writer, Dell. So it was awesome. So it's 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 awesome that he was, you know, kind of the focus. Of uh, of our season because uh, Harry did uh, an angel intrude and I did a show called Enigma, which um was uh which was um uh two two people to a boy a man and a woman who are like right at the end of like their relationship, and um, that was also written by Floyd Dell. So those were the middle shows. And and you know like those were a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, uh, I definitely wasn't uh, excited about um, being a director um, while also facilitating. Uh, you know, the theater itself. Like that was probably some of the most stressful time. Um, but it was like I, I leaned into it because I had a I had that that show of two people. And the two people that I had were just like, you know, we're just gonna have fun. Like the the woman that I uh, had um Jackie, uh Jackie
1: to Andre Hunt.
0: Andre Hunt. Um Jackie, you know, as a character thing, I was like, hey, you know, would you be willing to stop shaving your armpits? And she was like, Done, done. And I was like, cool. So she like, just like stop shaving her armpits. And I don't remember what sparked. Oh, cause she's doing yoga during it. And I don't even know what sparked that in honesty. I think I'm, we had like a yoga map or something around, um, you know, around the uh, the apartment, the townhome. So I was like, all right, you're doing yoga, you know? And that's what I'm talking about with like this theater, these theater squeezed between walls. It was like an experience that was so organic because the theater that we were creating was like influenced by what was around us so like you know we i do this show with like jackie and she's not um and and she's not an actress mind you and she did a phenomenal job she was so good she was so so good and
1: uh harry what was so crazy about it was like the the contrast because like you know, you, you couldn't even tell she wasn't an actress. She just like really dedicated herself to that goddamn role, bro. Like, yeah, I think she really was because her whole family show was going to finish.
0: Yeah, man. No, they supported They're it. Our whole family, bro. They supported it. And that was the beauty of Theater Squeeze Between <laughs> Walls, too, is because like families would come out. It was supportive, um, you know, uh, it, it was just it was something that the community hadn't seen. You know, it was, it was unique. Um, But, yeah, you're absolutely right with Jackie. Like, I am so proud of Enigma because that that was just some good acting. You know, that was just, like, however long it is, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, there's nothing to that show besides two people acting. And uh, they brought so much to those characters, more than, like, my, at that point, like, indifferent self. Uh, you know, could have asked for. Um, and then you did Angels Intrude, and you had some, uh, you know, people that hadn't acted before as well, and they did, like, a phenomenal job. Like, I loved well, that
1: show. I'm, I'm gonna say it like this. I felt like, because since Andreas was so season, he wasn't seasoned, actor, but, like, that nigga liked to act. You're like, that's yeah. his thing. You like to do this shit. Yeah. And, you know, I remember one night, we was about to, uh, uh, uh shout, out, shout out to uh, Martina, shout out to uh, Nicole Johnson. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just, 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 just the fact that he took it that serious. It's like, man, yeah. we, like, we were really trying to figure this out. And like, you know, he was like, man, I got you type shit. And like, he was like asking me certain, uh, shot dude. I'm like, Andre, Andre, you got this. And he was like, well, I don't got this. Like, yeah. I in multiple shows type shit. And yeah. again, like, hindsight, looking back, I'm like, man, I probably should have been like, yeah, okay, I want you to do, I want you to do this.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, I, I, I'm in the show, too, as the asshole or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, to me,
1: yeah. This, this was just, this, that, this was just fun, just like, just, just to get this show off, because I wanted to do it. And then it's like, Andre's like, well, okay, well, I can just do whatever I want to do. The director ain't telling me shit. I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not telling you what to do, but what you're doing is good.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: that, that's the thing. And, like, you know, me and him kind of butted heads on that. One.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the thing and, is. And, um...
1: and, in, and in hindsight, I, I, I respect it and I recognize it now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. Like, no, man, like, what, what what do I need to do? So now, well, hey, I got wings now. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know I mean, what I'm like these these are the conversations me as a director having with an actor. But in, uh, on my uh, from my perspective, it was me like, bro, I trust you. you yeah, good. you got.
0: It. Well, that's I the interesting thing about actors. for I mean, unfortunately, um, is that you know it's their craft. You know, that's yeah. their that's their whatever you're most passionate about. That's that to them. So yeah, there's not very many actors where you can just be like, do whatever the hell you want and they'll be alright with it, unfortunately. And you would think, you would think that that would be the ideal situation. Cause like That's you can say, you can say that to Assad. And like, and then he's gonna be alright with that. He's gonna be alright with that choice. Like you can say that to me. I'll I'll be alright with that um you can't say that to every actor in honesty and them be all right with that they're going to want some type of feedback and like you said it's good that you're like you know in retrospect this is kind of how i see it um because yeah like i mean yeah that's that's it it, that's what they were that's just what he was needing but it didn't even like necessarily i remember that butting of the heads but like it didn't it didn't show in the final product
1: we didn't didn't actually but it's like, even like no, it's no, 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 like I'm just saying the tension,
0: thing. the fact that he was wanting more direction and you were just like, dude, I don't know how else I can tell you that you're doing good. Like you were saying you're yeah. doing good. <laughs> yeah. But like the thing is like, um, I mean, you remember like when whatever, uh, back in the day we would get notes or whatever, there were always the people that like needed notes, you know? Like, I mean, there's some people that are just like, right with not getting notes. I think even back then I might've been a person that needed notes, but like now I'm definitely not a person like that. But I think there was even, there was definitely a time in my life where I was like, if I don't get a note then I don't know what I'm doing. And then eventually it just clicked that if I don't get a note that I'm doing everything great. And that's what I just, you know, that's why that, and from that point on, I was like, if I'm, uh, no news is bad news. <laughs> in the way that I kind of see yeah. things, um,
1: okay, I, I, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. But I guarantee what you what you just said about the notes thing you'll never you'll never forget this shit because I remember this shit when I came home from work and uh, Kelly Wood when uh old boy like left and everything took yeah. over and like you had the notes and she was like thinking it was all directed towards her. And I had to tell you, it's not great as you. It's like, listen, these just notes. Right? Because I remember you had a huge problem with uh Joy. You remember Joy? Yeah. You had a huge problem with her damn voice because nobody could understand what the fuck she was saying because she had that little yeah. voice type shit. Yeah. She was doing character work type shit. Yeah, and she Kevin was doing some
0: it. amazing she, character uh, you know.
1: work. And Joy, Joy was dope, but... Uh, it's, it's like you—you you had issues, like yo. Just calm it down a little bit, so people can understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like it, Kelly was like, okay, I thought that was fine. I can understand what she's saying and shit. And like, all you was doing was critiquing. You weren't telling Kelly to change some shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. She shouldn't yeah. Like, I'm happy. I'm it, happy it she was, didn't.
1: But it was—it was a direct thing. It was a director's. Position be like, hey, I like it. I understand what she's saying, but she understands what she's saying because she's been over it. She knows the script. Yeah, she knows the script. She wouldn't understand what she was fucking saying. And Joy's a Joy's a dope ass actor. Yeah, for that particular scene. Yeah. So. No, I. I,
0: Yeah, notes are hard. Notes are really hard. Um, Notes. It's funny. Uh, I love notes. You know, in retrospect, I love giving notes. Like, that's probably one of my my favorite parts of directing. Is like, after a scene is done, like, because I just ask questions. Like, I'm probably not the best director yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, right. But.
1: No, that's not the best actor. But, facts about, hey, I'm asking questions.
0: Yeah, I just work. ask questions. I ask questions about, like, yeah, so I, I see a scene and then I ask a bunch of questions that have. Been that pop up in my head when I'm watching the scene. And that's kind of – and then we'll go back and we'll work those questions to get, like, uh, a, 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 an understanding and, like, a thing that is nice for the audience to see. And that's kind of just the way that I operate as a director. Um But, yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed Angel and Trude. I enjoyed those middle shows so much. Because they were really at that point just like that was some of the most grimiest times in theater squeeze between um, yeah, walls. Well, thank you very much. Um it was just like um, yeah, those were some of the like just like grimiest, like most debauchery, like middle in the afternoon, you know, just like crazy sessions. Um and and then like you know, like Cleaning everything up, or like you know, cleaning up the the beer bottles or beer cans, so that we can have rehearsal later on that evening and make sure that we do have rehearsal because we had. I mean, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. Um, but then, but then,
1: live. oh God well, damn. yeah,
0: we haven't even touched on that the the whole uh, <laughs> kind of community aspect of it, like people were really digging this, the fact that, understandably so, but the fact that, you know, we, we were uh, two guys um, uh, creating theater in an apartment, you know, a townhome. Um, people were really digging on that. And um, uh, so we had lots of people that would come in and just, like, uh, kind of hang out for a while. Um, after shows were, you know, really notorious for, you know, people... Uh, not just it. It kind of became like you didn't just come to see the show. You came to see the show, and then afterwards you kind of hung out yeah, afterwards.
1: Out. Yeah,
0: yeah, hung out afterwards. Um, yeah, yeah. And then you know, like we, we were thinking to ourselves, you know, like we have these three shows under our belt. What the hell can we do to just like? And at this point, we weren't. We at this point, we weren't like this is going to be the last thing. But it's so amazing that it was the last thing. Um, no, it was actually all in rep. It was all in rep. It was the last three were in rep because um, yeah. we did it like different days. See, it was so incredibly organized. It was so organized, Terry. We it did this shit in rep.
1: I I just feel like I could have did a lot more because you know I was working and on the bus and shit. Right.
0: We did this. You know, shit. I feel
1: like. I, I, I could I could have needed a lot more though. We did this shit in, in my rap.
0: Like okay, so the last show, this is how I see it in my head, is Lorenzo the Rap Slayer is the last show. Mm-hmm.
1: At,
0: at this point at this point in history, I had spent a year in Chicago and I in that year had one notebook. Um and I journaled the whole year. And it wasn't so much just like journals about myself, but it was different like dialogue bits, different scenes, different character ideas, different everything. Um, And I still have this book, I'm looking at it right now. Um, And from that book, I came up with the play, the play, Just Ranting the Blues. And the play, Just Ranting the Blues, at that point, consisted of lorenzo the rat slayer uh fair enough um and then the story about this uh, i don't even remember at that point this see this is I, I have it i have to i hope i have it written down somewhere because the like the memories have become really blurry up to like the creation yeah, and just kind of
1: because you're old man you said you know now
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'm, yeah, I'm very old. But I do have the notebook, so I know what exactly (laughs) was in it. And I know that I feel feel what happened is that I merged your story with another story that I had been, like, thinking about.
1: Bro, it's all in the universe.
0: Yeah, and that's how writing out loud happened, I feel. But anyway, though, I had this play just right now. No, no,
1: listen, listen. Yeah. No, I know why you did that because I took one of your characters and I put them in right now, uh, in, uh, on my way home. Oh, yes. You remember when I, when I put Harrison in, in, in my, my way home? Yes. Yes. And that bike story. Yes. <laughs> you remember that?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was all you, brother. Oh man. Okay. So yeah, Darren was definitely yeah, journaling because, uh, uh-huh. like, No, I'm saying, I'm just remembering now, Darren was definitely journaling because death was just like this awakening of reality at that point, because I had just graduated from college. And like, that's what like, I equate. And I literally like, was like, I'm dying. You know, like, this is like, it was the acknowledgement of my mortality at that point. Like I am done with school. I am done with like, you know, all of the kid shit. I am in real life now. And that's where a lot of that journaling came from. So, yeah. Yes. And then I merged those two. And, yes, that's how we get writing out loud. But one of the other plays that was in uh, my initial Just Ranting the Blues uh, was Lorenzo the Ratslayer. And the character of Lorenzo the Ratslayer.
1: Motherfucking Ratslayer. Motherfucking Ratslayer. Uh, and I always thought you kind of based that off of uh, Sonny. But you told me, like, no.
0: I did base that off of it. Off of Sunny? Yeah. You're you no, no,
1: Char, Char, Charlie got the stick and everything. Like I always thought
0: you based that off of it. You told know. Hey, I did. I didn't. No, no. I I Lorenzo the Rat Slayer. And it, it might. I mean, the thing is, like, um, I am not going to be quick to say where that inspiration was drawn from. In honesty, in my mind and in my memory, it came from. Um, I wrote this short story back when I was in, um, a college called Shinobi, um, Shinobi, like the last ninja or something. And it was like a story of like this black, like vigilante ninja in a leaf. And, um, then when I got to Chicago, I saw the, um, the rats frolicking for the first time. <laughs> He's
1: never told me this
0: before. I, I never. Oh, oh my goodness, sir. Oh, I can't believe I've never told you this. Um, Yeah, so I was coming home from work one day. And um, uh, it was nighttime. And it had rained that day. And I was walking down the street. And there was a mom rat. And it, the same thing that's in the script happened. There was a mama rat and a papa rat just hanging out or no mama rat and a baby rat frolicking in a in a in a in a, in a puddle in like a little puddle you know and I say frolicking because they didn't it, it wasn't like it wasn't like the, the the there was no urgency in what they were doing they didn't care that I was coming they didn't care that anybody might be coming they didn't care that were cars were zooming by they were taking their time <laughs> in that puddle of water so much so that me approaching normally because chicago rats are terrible of course but normally if you approach them they're not new york rats it's not like they're going to just like stay there and stare at you for the most part if you stump they'll run away but these guys were like no we are having fun <laughs> in this pond so like i literally have to cross the street i cross the street So I'm like, I'm not going to walk right past these rats. I cross the street, walk up, and then cross back across the street. I am hot at this point. I go home, and I say to my roommate, you will not believe what just fucking happened to me. And she's like, what? And I'm like, there was a mom rat and a baby rat just frolicking, having a good time. Somebody should do something about these rats. Because at this point, I had never lived in a city with rats before. Because Houston doesn't have rats. You know, Houston might have, Houston's an awesome city for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons it does not have rats.
1: Let me, let me give me time, some time to breathe, please. Huh? Give me some time to breathe. Come
0: on. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like.
1: Give me, give me some time to breathe. Please. I'm just saying like.
0: This is, uh, this is no, but it, it, this is the truth. So I was like, somebody needs to do something about these rats. And then she, we just like, we. that was like, it was, it was a back and forth at that point. And you know we probably were like having good times up in that apartment or whatever, and then we we were walking somewhere afterwards, to, like get squares or something. And we were just like, yeah, somebody should do something this- about these rats. Yeah, I'm gonna do something about these rats. I'm gonna be a slayer like Lorenzo, cause she, cause we were both Buffy the Vampire Slayers uh, fans. We're not. We were both. We both weren't Vampire Slayers. That would be ridiculous. We were both Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans. Um, and we were like, yeah, so then that's where I started to conceptualize Lorenzo the Rat Slayer. So fast forward a year or so, I have like the scenes down, but then I was like, all right, well, I've got to piece this together into a play. And we pieced it together into a play. Um, I asked a good friend of mine, um, who had just graduated as well. Uh, offered him the same, you know, the same situation. Hey. Uh, you know you could come down to Houston rent free all you have to do is direct and he actually stuck around um I'm still not going to say his name because you know he's kind of I'm gonna say
1: shout out to Brad.
0: oh that was How the I'm first person it, that's the first person I'm talking about the second person anyway though see his name um and yeah, we produced Lorenzo the Rat Slayer and it was it was a lot of fun and people really like got on board with like if there if if I have written anything that has the potential to be a cult classic, it's Lorenzo the Rat Slayer. Yeah. Um because yeah. the way that people enjoy that show, I have produced it four other times. Um
1: yeah, that was the headlining
0: this show since that point. Yeah, it's it's just uh it's it pretty much at the end it culminates in a big fight against this giant rat and uh uh it's this huge scene that that was that was uh directed to like fight this giant rat in the very in like uh lorenzo um cuts you know the, the rat's head off oh and then unfortunately because of the fact that you know it was very hard to find Actors to fill all of the roles that we were needing to fill. I had to play Lorenzo and Lorenzo the Rat Slayer, unfortunately. Um, so I was the original Lorenzo. Um, even if it, someday it's like super, super, you know, awesome and famous, which I think it has the po- potential to be, I, I will always be the first Lorenzo. Um, I definitely am not my favorite Lorenzo. Um, I've uh, I would have to say. Um, Oh man. I don't know who my favorite Lorenzo is at this point. I think I think probably Drew, who was like the last person to play Lorenzo might be my favorite, but all of them have been really really awesome. Um but yeah, you know, and that was theater squeezed between walls. It was just like such an amazing summer filled with like awesome art creating and, you know, some good just like getting like really fucked up and just being, you know, 22 year olds or 23 year olds, you know, and just like having good times and just watching, you know, good animes and just having, you know, you know, just like, I I, I, I remember the amount, it, it's, it's funny because we were spending so much time with theater, but then I also remember we spent a good substantial amount of time with uh, getting fucked up. And then we also spent a good substantial amount of time with, like, anime. And, like, Hitman Reborn. You remember that anime? Yes, I do. Man. You know, the thing is, Hitman Reborn, people sleep on Hitman Reborn. People sleep on it, man.
1: Because it's slow, that's
0: why. Uh, yeah, it's slow to start with, but once it gets started, like, I mean... It, oh, uh, I guess, you know, I guess I see what, yeah, I guess it is kind of slow even when it started. But, um, but it, it's good. Maybe it's one of those situations where, like, it was, like, the time and place. Do you think it's like that?
1: No. I agree completely, because, for one, Hitman and Reborn, for me, personally, <laughs> I watched that shit. I watched all the films. I watched all that shit up, up to date. And I was like, man, this show is dope as fuck. It took a while to get dope, but like, I literally like one night I was hiding a bitch in the theaters, squeezed between walls. Mm-hmm. I was like, All right. can I watch some gangster anime? And that shit came when I watched, it, I was like, man, what the hell? Is and I saw the potential, like My Hero Academia or like Attack on Titan type yeah. shit, like you know. I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and at this at the at the same time for anybody that are anime fan, I I still haven't finished One Piece, and I'm not going to. It's too long.
0: That's interesting that make you say me that. Damn
1: long, and fuck Luffy because I don't like super stretchy ass super but
0: anyway. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but <laughs> on that though, I just saw this TikTok video, and I'll send it to you if you want. But uh, it's this guy who. Uh, laid out like a bunch of movies that you can watch so that you can get halfway through One Piece in one day.
1: I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, it's just like, I mean, I'm, I mean I, I've seen the reviews. of One Piece, it, it, it's just, it's just, it's just too long, and like Luffy is just okay. Honestly, the reason why I don't watch One Piece, Luffy is just too silly for me. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Like, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it's a good ass show, but I just. Like the stretchy nigga shit. Like I don't fuck with that. Like, oh no, yeah, no disrespect, no, no, but the main character can't be a stretchy nigga,
0: man. Like, I see.
1: On, man. Well, the, it, it's my own, it's my own personal preference. Like I don't, I don't know, nigga. No, you no, no. A cold,
0: and I feel that. I definitely yeah. feel that. Um, that's that's unfortunate. If that's the reason, I've got to be honest because um, the reason why I don't uh. You know, and I did watch one piece. I, I, I watched one arc, which was like a really a long amount of time, long episodes, um, amount of episodes. Um, the way that Luffy is, is I'm trying to think of, uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, I'm trying to think of something that's similar. But it's like, and, it, and it's kind of like, and I'm not sure if I ever described to you my idea about like the density dude. The person that could shift his density, They ever talk to you about that person?
1: No, no, maybe,
0: okay. maybe, no, maybe. It, it, But, but, um, it Luffy's the fact that he has that kind of kooky power. Eventually, but
1: that, that, that's anime in general. That's all
0: anime. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but like, his is exceptionally kooky, and like, but then it manifests eventually into awesome things you know like um but like it, it, or or like hitman reborn and and uh, uh uh suna you know like i mean i feel like hitman reborn is a great example of like the animes that have like a person that has like a pretty crappy kind of useless thing in the beginning and then that thing kind of progresses as they kind of navigate the world of the the anime that you're watching you know um and that's it.
1: That's fair.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. And that's why that's one of the reasons why
1: it's
0: no, one of the reasons why I love Hitman Reborn is because you know, like I wasn't on board with it at first. I, I feel like you I had did. to convince me. Did you? Huh? I feel like you had to convince me for Hitman Reborn.
1: I did. Yeah. I remember. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like I was like, man, this is not this is this is like too slow, and yeah, like you were like, oh, and eventually skip to like this episode or something, and then I skipped to that episode because like that that's beginning. Like anybody that is watching this or listening to this, yeah, with Hitman Reborn, I, you can skip those. I think it's like first thirty episodes or something like that. You can definitely skip that. They they definitely establish like the characters that are going to be in play for the entire show. But you know what? You can catch up. You can figure out those people's intents and souls and character flaws or whatever. Um, after. Yeah, you,
1: can, but if you want to see, if you want to see the character character development, yeah. watch it from the beginning. to end, yeah. Because,
0: yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man, what is this? What is this? What is this? Good. keep in mind, when I watch this show, yeah, I'm like, okay, I want really
1: to watch a gangster A's, ain't Okay. And that was the first thing that popped up. I was like, okay, this is Ah, ah rebound. Yes. it <laughs> was popping up. It was like, I wonder who's with this talk,
0: but yeah, what is and this? Keep
1: in mind, bro. we spoke spoken on a lot of. Weed.
0: Yes, that was it's happening at that. That was happening at that place. Yes,
1: like literally a lot of weed, and I was just watching this shit. I'm coming on for work. I got a motherfucker. I got a company with my brother Lorenzo. And you know what I'm saying? Just a I'm like, all right. Now, now, now for the lay down. I'm finna just watch this shit. I'm yeah. watching this shit. Yeah, not passing out on it, watching
0: it. Yeah, Cause like, it's engaging. What? Yeah,
1: this yeah. is this is alright. I can see it. Then when it got better, like it take a million episodes, but it got better. So it's like, yeah,
0: you? yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it it's it's uh for you know for people that aren't you know uh aware of what hitman reborn is hitman reborn is an anime in which um this uh like miniature dude you know like this small like little person um uh whose name is reborn um is like or his name is, i think his name yeah his name is reborn um and uh he like shows up in this random town one day and he talks he goes to this kid named suna who's just like this average you know dorky kid who's uncoordinated and you know just the typical like uh uninspired anime trope you know like this guy is useless he's clumsy and all this other stuff and reborn comes and he's like you are the heir to this major mafia family this is all you now you are in charge of this mafia family and he is like the opposite of mafia He is clean cut, clumsy, not charismatic, super like he talks his emotions. He's emotional. He's he's like, he's a normal, like, he's probably like 12 or 13 or whatever in that show or whatever. Um, But Reborn is sent there. He's like, hey, I'm going to train you to be this big boss. And that's the, that's the catalyst. That's the beginning of the show. And from that, uh reborn is like hey you've gotta like you've gotta be this leader but guess what you've gotta recruit a crew you've gotta like recruit a posse because you can't do this shit alone and through and you know what Harry you're absolutely right you have to watch those episodes because through that that minor kind of minutia just seems like pointless episodes in yeah. the beginning where you're like learning about these characters yeah.
1: Yeah. you That's find I mean, out absolutely yeah you
0: you find out why these dudes are a part of this crew and like one of the reasons why i love hitman reborn so much is like everybody has their own reason to be doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know every and and it's not all in line with what like the main protagonist is trying to do you know um like uh there's one character in you know, but before I go into the different characters, I will always say this, and I say this on TikTok all the time, and I will say this right now the von Gola family, given enough time, the von Gola family, given enough time, given enough time, can take down any posse anime posse crew. Nope. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: I feel
0: you. I feel you. Go ahead. Yep. yep. And my, my justification on this is one of the biggest things that uh Reborn, Hitman Reborn works on is like this progression of like I guess all animes do, but it's very much like all right, we've reached this one level, we've have a very uh very clear path to the next level, and that's where we need to go. It's not and it's not with a lot of animes, you know, that's ultimately the goal, but they like have a lot of fluff to kind of justify those jumps. But like for this anime, it's solely like we've got to get stronger so we can get to this level for this reason. And it's very clear cut and very like direct. But the thing is, these different characters have different reasons why they want to be a part of the Von Gola family. And it's not all to represent the Von Gola family. Um,
1: it's the same thing with Attack on Titan. Oh, really?
0: How would you say? <laughs> how would you say with Attack on Titan? How
1: would you say, are you caught up on Attack on Titan?
0: Uh, no. No. The last episode, and you know what? I might actually do that after I close this out. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do that. Did the last episode come out yet?
1: Oh, uh, well, they got it on Hulu,
0: but I've been watching it on... Oh, I don't do that, man. I websites,
1: man. No, I don't do that. I've been
0: recording it No, I don't do that, man. I just go to the websites, man. I just go to the yeah. websites.
1: Well, you probably can You probably can get all the way caught up with the episode. Last episode, I saw uh, Aaron Yeager, <laughs> the quote-unquote bad guy now. He's yeah. Complete badass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yes, people set them up to get uh, eaten by the fucking
0: uh, jaw tight. Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think you I'm might. Sorry, have...
1: I alert no, it's yeah. all good. It's that all good. Uh,
0: good. Yeah, you definitely did do a spoiler alert on the my podcast, man, boy, yeah. and then you fucked it up for me. Maybe I mean, uh, I'm not sure.
1: Not, uh,
0: maybe you I did.
1: Just, that's about. The
0: jaw thing. The... Like, are you what season are you on?
1: I'm on the last
0: season. You're on the last season, and the jaw yeah. thing. Yeah, fuck, man. You might have fucked it up for me. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. I was—I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the last episode. I—I I didn't want to like. I had just been like, I'm just gonna wait until the last episode, and then I'm just gonna. With finish. The, bang-
1: the manga already spoiled me, but I'm
0: oh sure well. I, I mean, mean, I didn't read the manga, so I don't know. Sorry, I don't. Okay. I don't read manga. Uh, just, uh,
1: everybody you know. on the page. I
0: apologize. Oh As well... Yeah, I'm gonna cut that out. I'm actually going to cut something in this. I t- I tend not to cut this because that adds more work to me. I was like, I'm just like here, take it. If you like it, cool. I really need a producer. The end is what I need. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's all good. I'll cut that off. It's not a big deal. But anyway, though, you know, like that. that I feel like that's a that's a that's an awesome, awesome, awesome. You know. Place to kind of leave you know leave that is with like the future of anime i'm looking forward to seeing uh you know the end of attack on titan and it's kind of like an e- end to an error you know and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing you know what anime kind of falls in its place i don't really feel like hero academia um really is going to fall in that place because there's so much divisiveness with Hero Academia. You know, like, not everybody's on Hero Academia's jock the way that everybody's on Attack on Titan's jock. Like, it's very rare to find a person that's like, you know what, Attack on Titan, Yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. It's either, like, they don't say anything. They, it's either they don't say anything, they don't watch anime, or, like, you know, or or they love it. You know, like, I, there's really no... I've never met a person that's just like, yeah, it's alright. And if I did meet those people, I don't know if I'd want to be, like, in their presence. Quite frankly.
1: <laughs> Gotta be honest.
0: Gotta be honest. But yeah, you, you know... About, um, what do you
1: think about Demon Slayer? What? What do you think about Demon Slayer?
0: I haven't, I haven't been able to get into Demon Slayer. Uh, is that the one that everybody's like... That's the one that everybody's on their job right now it's a demon slayer or uh, no, tokyo ghoul they,
1: they've been on their job for a minute I know.
0: This issue. <clears throat> there's some is it okay there's a what is the song uh oh, i can't sing it right now because one i don't know japanese and that that would be ridiculous anyway um there's a song that's on tiktok uh where it i think it might be it's either tokyo ghoul <clears throat> or demon slayer which one just came out on netflix
1: uh, I don't know. I don't have I, my girl got in this, who,
0: uh, uh I think that shit. might have been Demon Slayer. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched that. No, and I haven't watched that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like the last like anime like I've really gotten into. I tried to watch a Gundam. Um, which, which which
1: which gun?
0: Well, that was what was so interesting. It was a lot of fun. Um, it, it took me down a rabbit hole of what Gundam was. It was um Gundam like blood brothers or blood brood or something like that which um apparently uh so there's like a main timeline for gundam yeah. and then there's like yeah. alternative timelines and it's apparently an alternative timeline one and that's probably one of the reasons why
1: uh, i like back it. in the 80s or the huh? 2000s, like, what, what range is going in
0: what do you mean uh, what, what range is going in as far as Gundam? Uh, like, when did it come out? Oh, I can tell you. It's like... um, Let's see. What was it? Um, Gundam. Like, Blood. Iron-Blooded Orphans. And that came out... 2016. 2015, 2000. The manga came out 2015. The anime came out 2016. um, okay. But it's currently on I'll Netflix. You right
1: now, and uh, you need to watch is Gundam Wing.
0: Oh. I just can't get into them.
1: Watch G Gundam
0: and Gundam. Wing. G Gundam and Gundam Wing. Okay. All right,
1: G Gundam is, they, got, they got like some martial arts tools. Right? I
0: see, I see. I wonder, I wonder where on the timeline because the thing that does intrigue me about Gundam, and I was going to go through all of the Gundams, I was gonna like watch all of them. Um, okay. but then I just kind of like that that rabbit hole kind of just phased out. Um, uh because i mean the, the there's just like so many different timelines and so many different stories and you know how like i like continuous stories and continuous yeah, like
1: yeah. you know they don't necessarily and if, it's, and if it's, Ken, yeah. right.
0: it's good stuff um but i think that was that was the last anime that i've actually given a shot so um yeah but uh i need to find another one maybe i'll like i don't know maybe i'll check out check out these these uh gundams that you're talking about I'll check those out yeah Gundam in yeah definitely Gundam. but yeah man you know this has been a very 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 awesome time I, I am so incredibly happy and and, and honored uh, for you know you to be here with me today um, um, yeah me, uh, me too,
1: me too, thank you for having me man.
0: yeah of course of course of course of course and you definitely always welcome back um, Yeah, so like I've been, I'm not sure if you've been looking at the end of the episodes. I like how the episodes are. I like how I end the episodes. I kind of have the credits come up while I'm still talking. Did you see the end? Check out the end. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, Oh, did you check out the beginning though? Do you like the intro? How I do it?
1: Yeah, the intro is dope.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that with all of them, so... Uh, so that I actually recorded myself a bit before I called you so that I would have that extra footage in order to do that. So I'm learning as I'm going, but yeah. So I just want to thank my guest Harry Kelly, for being here today. I want to thank all the people that were on my TikTok live feed. Wendy finally had to tap out, but you know, she has a husband and kids at home. So, you know, (laughs) she was... Awesome to hang out with us for um you know as long as she did. I want to thank all the people um listening at home. Uh please remember to do all of the internet things. Uh check me out on uh TikTok at just ranting the blues, Instagram at just ranting the blues, um Twitter at ranting the blues, or you could just go to my website, just rantingtheblues.com. And you can be directed to all those things at that website. Awesome. for, sure, for sure. What an awesome week. You all out there, just remember that this week is going to be phenomenal. You're going yes. to be phenomenal. Um, Harry, do you have anything for the people at home?
1: Uh, the people at home, just keep watching. Keep listening and live life and love life. There's I could dig, like, dig that.
0: I could dig that. I could dig that. I love that. I could dig that. And yeah, stay up. And yeah, uh, be right here next week, uh, Sunday, um, to uh, you know get the next episode of Just Ranting the Blues. But the biggest thing and the most important thing that you always need to remember Do it. is that there's absolutely nothing wrong yeah. with just ranting the blues
1: ranting the blues let's go
0: peace